Hey, everyone. Welcome to Four Old College Friends, a podcast documenting what it's like to be women in our 40s in the 2020s. I'm Adrian, and I'm joined by my old college friends, Lauren, Dina, and Jessica. We've had four different life paths, different careers and jobs, nine kids between the four of us, and we're getting together to talk. Because adulting is hard, we might as well have some fun. Good morning, girls. Good morning. Guys. Yeah, good to see you guys. How is everyone? So, yes, Taylor, my 12, almost 13-year-old daughter, had her bot mitzvah. It was it was wonderful. And I missed you, Beeman, and I missed you, Adrian. Um, Lauren was amazing. It was a great day um, and a, a fun night, wild on the dance floor all night. And Greg, Lauren's boyfriend, and I did a shot ski. Nina did many shot skis, you guys. Only three. But Only it, it was three. Good. Three only. No, only one. I'm just kidding. But yeah, it was great. It was a great celebration of her. So thank you. That's awesome. Um, and how's the job? Job is good. It's intense, but it's it's really fun. What do you do? Remind me what you're doing again. I am on the circle for Netflix and I'm running the I'm overseeing the overnight edit. Oh yeah. Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> overnight edit means you have to work overnight. Yeah. That's why she looks so, like that. We, we yeah, like so shoot, 10 a.m. Yeah, so we shot just, our episode like y- the day before yesterday and Netflix showed up this morning at 8 a.m. to start screening it. We turn it around an episode in two nights and I have to do it. So when do so you sleep? Uh, from like 11. Well, today it'll be from like 11 to 5. Okay. So, so we're recording so people can't really see your face, but as beautiful <laughs> as you are, you look a little tired. <laughs> You're just not sitting up straight. Your head's going to hit the desk in about a second. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Even open. I'll well, say, Jessica, knowing, knowing you since, um, you know, our wee teenage years, I'll say, I think you're the only person I know who could actually do this job. That's why I, that's why they hire me for this job. <laughs> and you're happy doing it or you're so overtired right now. No, I love every minute of it. Oh, I good. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. So you sleep during the day. Just go to sleep now. I'll get more sleep, but we just shot one and then we have shoot two and then, and then we'll get into a rhythm, but no one's ever done a show this fast. So we're all just like trying to learn the job while doing it, which, you know, it's <laughs> tough. Yeah. Nocturnal. I like it. <laughs> all right. Well, while you're not sleeping over there, I'm in high school hell, high school application hell. <laughs> oh, what's going on with that? What? But uh, because we're in Philadelphia and so the kids go through, like my kids have been in a, they're in a K through eight school. So eighth grade, you apply for high schools. It's kind of like New York city, right? You can't go to the neighborhood school. Right. You can't go there. Right. So you have to do this application process. And so touring different schools. And then the problem now is that it's become a lottery in the last couple of years. So it's not even like, it's kind of chance, Right. But so but she has all the, the criteria ones. to get into any school she wants to, but she goes into this lottery and if she her luck proceeds like mine, she won't get it anywhere. Oh, that, you're she has very good luck, that one. Don't say that. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like not even a number in the lottery on any energy lottery. flows where focus goes. You gotta be like, I'm gonna get right. it, I'm gonna get it's just gonna right. get it. Sure. Right. But really, Is like she only wants she only it's wants one school. She only wants central. And if that, then she's like, Mom, can we tour Cherry Hill East? And I'm like, hmm, can I see myself living in South Jersey? I don't know. Oh, you're going Jersey, baby. I, I like it. Adrian. I never thought I'd say that. 
even, right? Come to the dark wow. side with I me and Lauren, what is the, um, obviously I'm, 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 I'm feeling the, the stress when you're in it. So what is the time period for you when, like it's as yes, you're in it now, when do you process, they open it up on last Friday and it closes October 27th. That being said, then you go and you like, look, you can look at as many schools as you want. You, um, some schools let you shadow. And it's really like, you. it's so, they make it so easy if you are coming from a Philadelphia public school because everything kind of uploads into the application for you. So her grades are all in there, her PSSA scores and her attendance. I mean, really like it's a computer now choosing the kids. There's no human interaction in any of this process. So she can apply to any school that she wants and she meets the criteria for any of the school selected like application ones that she she would get into any of them if it was a human choosing her because and but when do you, and then when do you find she's out incredible so January or February it's not that she's incredible but I think the problem now is like they have a criteria so the criteria is and I don't know what's going to happen to these schools so like let's just say Central and Masterman you guys have heard of Masterman or Central those are like one of two of the top schools yeah. in Philadelphia um and they require all A's and B's. You have to get an 80% or above on your PSSA scores and have a 95% attendance record or so. Now, like most of the kids that would have gotten in prior are like sort of where Addie is, like 97th percentile for PSSA scores or, you know, all A's, there's no B's. You know, it's just, it's it's interesting. Where do the people go to high school that get C's? Well, there's <laughs> <laughs> there are schools that will accept some C's. There are there there are criteria based. <laughs> are they so, just like they're not allowed to go? No, they're allowed they, to go. They just. So, <laughs> I mean, there are definitely some criteria based schools that you know that are that are really good that that accept C's. So then, if you meet that criteria, then you apply okay. to those schools. There's a little bit of I think there's a little bit of grade inflation. Yeah. Since we, but also Jess, I mean, is this why there's an epidemic of anxiety amongst our children? No, yes. Because Seriously. they're not allowed to get C's. Well, yeah, they're definitely not allowed to get C's. And, you know, I, I remember this back in New York when I used to work in New York as a speech therapist and I worked with a lot of kids who were going into the private school system and they started this process at preschool, applying to preschool, having to get in there, then applying to elementary. And I just felt like I didn't want it for my kid. And then, you know, if you went through the public school system in New York or even Philadelphia at that time, it was very, it was much different where you didn't, where you didn't have to, um, have to apply. And so the public school almost followed some of the private school, which is just so, you know, unfair to people who pay taxes like you, Lauren, you know, she should be go where she's entitled to go. No, she should. She should. I mean, listen, I don't think I even knew what I was getting myself into when we like started going to school in Philadelphia. Like this is like, if she doesn't get into a school and she doesn't get into one, that's going to be a good fit for her. We'll figure it out. We'll do it. That's right. My son is like, let's move to the suburbs. I want a yard and I want, you know, I want to be with my friends. I want, he, he's done. Hmm. He wants a backyard where he can like kick around his soccer ball and have space and such. Well, that boy also likes to dance. He was booging it up on the dance floor last weekend. It was so cute. He really, he didn't, well, he did actually know a lot of the kids because, you know, he's such a friendly guy, but um, yeah, he was great. He's so cute. Ashton. He's so, he's right behind Addison. So he's in seventh grade. And so we'll do this all again. 
if we say. Oh, God. Yeah. But okay. so, Adrian, what is your life looking like coming back into the fall and back to school routines and all that? Everything's been back to school routines. I've had a few like um, – for the last few weeks have just been, I think, rough from a grief standpoint. So just, I, you know, I lost my mom earlier this year and I was really good at just kind of being in my denial and pushing it away. And it came back up. Jessica, I remember talking to you six months ago and you were telling me to schedule time to cry. <laughs> Should have taken your advice. <laughs> oh, so now it just comes down age. It's just there. Yeah, it's there. Oh, on the screen. You can't run. It's just there. Yeah. Just I've been pushing it away and it's popping back up. Well, now you're watching and listening to this podcast. You're you're asking for it. But I think that maybe that is then scheduling a little time to yeah. cry. You know, it gives you you listen to a podcast, you really feel your feelings, and um you go there. You oh, never know. Age. I wish I could hug you right now. I know, I know. And do you think it's with the holiday, like the Jewish holidays or just change of season or all the things. Okay. I think my nephew's bar mitzvah, which I kind of, we, you know, like it was just like a lot of family stuff. There's this. It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's just there. And which kind of brings me to the topic I wanted to talk to you about today, which is friendship in our 40s, because <laughs> I just found, and again, um, here we are. So I, I feel like we've gotten a lot closer. I've, I've like reconnected with so many kind of old college friends in the past few years. And I found it's like you can just go right back. And we live in different places. Our kids are different. Lauren, when you were talking about Ashton, so my son Will and Ashton are about the same age and we used to hang out when they were like babies. And I felt like they were so like um, – uh, yeah, like they had such good chemistry. Yeah. And they haven't seen each other in, what, 10 years. So – I'm so like, we don't even get together with our kids, but anyway, so, but when things got, you guys were, you guys, the college friends were just so comforting when I was going through, when my mom got sick, when she passed away and I've just been feeling, I'm like, oh, there's just the different types of friendships. And I'm thinking about the newer friends we make. So that was, you know, how are we making friends now? I don't really let my like total freak flags fly with the new people I meet. Yes. Yeah. It's Did you say I, you do let it fly? No, no, no. I don't I don't like, you know, put it all out there. So I think I think that was the hardest for me, Beeman. Um being a being a parent and being one way that which is very different. You know, I'm a very structured parent, I'm a safety girl, but my personality, my college personality, my personality with my true friends is like pretty, you know, I don't want to say wild, but just kind of, you know, much more fun. And I think, you know, people met me and they saw this one side of me and it was really hard to let my freak flag fly. And I was worried that people wouldn't accept me, um, you know, for the things I had to say or just, just being me. Um, and it took, it took really time. And I was like, you know, I'd make a friend. I'll be like, Oh, if she, if she sees the real, you know, real me, what's she going to think? And I think that's, that's how you find once you let your people in and your real friends, they are. And some people will just stay surface. They'll never see the freak, you know? Yeah. Okay. When are you referring to just in after college years? I think after college years, I think when my kids became more out of preschool into elementary school. So what people who are listening don't know is we just had a 10-minute tech problem. <laughs> doing anything is hard. Doing anything new is hard. This is our third episode. It's going to get 
easier as we go, but it's still really challenging. We haven't had like every episode we've done so far, we have issues. So we are back, Arndina and Jessica. Let's keep talking. What the heck are we even talking about? We were we were talking about making friends in our 40s. And I was asking Dina because she was saying she didn't know how to let out the freak when she was meeting new people. And I said, in what time frame is she referring to? Is she referring to after kids? Is she referring to post-divorce? Is she No, no, I'm referring to mostly a while ago. Like I would say preschool, like not that I didn't care that much, but like I was so focused on like my kids and my family. So I would say more like early elementary years where like my kids or at least Marley, my older daughter was a little bit more of a person and I could like have some breathing room and go out. I think it was like in that transition when my kids were young. Now I'm much more comfortable in making. It was in my 30s that I'm kind of talking about where I couldn't let my freak flag. I I let it fly now. I guess I'm also, I also, so I know pretty early on whether like someone's going to be my person or not be my person. And if they're not going to be my person, then they're just going to be an acquaintance and I can, you know, do the fluffy Mm -hmm. stuff with them. But like after college and in the kids years, I can say like, I've met some really wonderful people that are my people. And again, like life goes up and down, like friendships Mm -hmm. go up and down and as, as any of ours do. And I think a lot of it, kids that are people that you're friends with because of your kids, some of that changes because everything kind of evolves, but I don't know. For me, like I knew early on who my people were going to be and like, but I think that's because you're, you were better and I still think you are better. I think I've become a little better, but you let people in better than I did and that I still do. So they're able to give you back and you're able to kind of see quicker, like you're going to be my person as opposed to me. I'm a little bit more shut down. I'm trying or is my older years. So I am <laughs> able to kind of you say you're a rigid bitch. What? Instead of you saying you're a rigid bitch. No, I think she's saying she doesn't let her fleet but freak. Fly. But I'm fly. She's reserved. I'm trying not to be a rigid bitch. I let you hug <laughs> me kidding. now, okay? She does. She does. But if your kid is sick, she will. <laughs> she will not let oh, you no, share no. her. Keep your germs away from me. Still, she will not let you share her toothbrush. Now that's, that's the a thing. Real but friend. I don't really care about the sick kids anymore. I'm like, eh, that's fine. Adrian, will you let somebody share your toothbrush? Will you let Alex share your toothbrush? I You're would. You're lying. <laughs> and so Alex is my dog. I wouldn't let just anyone, but would I let Alex share my toothbrush? Probably. That's a no. Beeman? I would but let you share my toothbrush. Easy. Any one of you. That is disgusting. I won't even let Lauren share my toothpaste. I hide it from her when she comes. I think, she, I think she's used our toothbrushes. <laughs> disgusting. And you are going to be a dentist. And you were going to be no, a dentist, Lauren. You were going to be a dentist before you were a PT. Can we get back to the subject at hand? Let's not talk about that. Friendships. Okay. Friendships. I mean, Adrian, what's it like where you are? Like, how are the people? What do you feel like? She finds her friends online. Oh. I do find my friends online. And, I'm, and, and I am letting that freak flag fly. I've never heard that. I love that term. It's freak from flag. Shrek. Freak that flag. Fly. Flag, flag. Sorry, ne- wow. never heard of it, but it's and I and I haven't actually haven't thought about it. But Dina, when you talk about kind of in your thirties being, this is um, what did you say? I, whatever you said it, I didn't. I don't know how to repeat what you said. But in the thirties, I had a similar thing. But now this is like in my mid forties. I feel like I'm letting that that freak flag fly, 
Mm-hmm. And this is why I kind of love, this is why I'm loving this age because your- it just feels like I don't have to put up the pretenses mm-hmm. the same way. It Yeah. So different types of friends for me and my, so old school friends, there's like this intimacy, but I don't see you. We don't hang out on the daily. There's local friends who I love, but I also don't even see them that much. And I think it's because we're just so busy with work and kids. So I end up hanging out with my family a lot. Like just that's that's who who I'm hanging with. And then I make friends on the internet <laughs> <laughs> on a little website called um, x.com, formerly known as Twitter, and but mostly a website or an app called Farcaster, which is a decentralized social media built on the Ethereum blockchain. I don't even and know that. Is that English? English, Adrian. <laughs> It's my, yeah, it's my other life. And I, and it's particularly in Farcaster, I've actually made like legit friends that I text a- outside of the social media world and that I've met in real life. And you and see these people that uh, you meet on the line? I see them. I've had some meetups in, in New York, had a meetup in Boston. We do Zooms. I mean, I mean I'm doing be a-, a show about these social friendships and they are actually, they like, Actually, like, it's just strange to see because I'm just so not comfortable. I mean, I'd be much more comfortable going into a group of people like and being me than like putting myself out there online that just I just I don't identify with that. But anyway, doing the show and seeing and they like really want to put their personality and then they feel so much back from like a message. Right. But it's very just on. uh, So on on the on the Farcaster app that I'm using and right. Everybody, no one's putting their faces out. So we're all behind kind of, we have profile pics that are graphics. Like it's not me. My name, I'm not putting my, my last name's not out there. It's, um, if people want to find out who I am, I'm not fully anonymous. It's kind of like, pseudo anon. connecting over? Like how do you? Gr- yeah. So great question, Lauren. And this is what I'm, so we, we end up connecting all about topics and interests. So it's like all the things when you meet someone and you do like the small talk, where are you from? What do you do? I don't know anything about that. But so what are we talking about? We're talking about tech. We're talking about life science. Okay, so we talked about the like grieving. I've been talking and this is maybe why when I talk about oh, I'm suppressing all the grief. I've been using this as an outlet as well, kind of talking to internet strangers about grief and then I end up finding people that I don't even know who they are, but you know kind of the essence of who they are. It's a really do bizarre. You find that, it's it's do you bizarre find that you get but the same type of, of like emotional feedback like Speaking of grief, which is a real topic, you know? Yes. I mean, yeah, I actually do. And that's kind of, I I think this uh, becoming uh, excessively online this year, um, it's starting to like like fill a lot of my social needs, but Mm -hmm. only to a point, right? So at some point it's like, okay, now I have a void of actually seeing people in real life and um, it starts to catch up. But it's um I didn't even I wouldn't even known that that world exists if I hadn't kind of stumbled into it. And well, to me, it, it mirrors like in in the positive, like Beeman, it like speaking to you that it's so foreign online. Like it reminds me of how people, you know, online dating and how that was so foreign, and now how that is, you know, very much the norm. And then it's like online friendships. But see, I'm I don't have any familiarity with that. I like you know, taking a walk with someone, even I'd rather like, instead of be, I do chat on the phone a lot, but I'm not the biggest texter. I'd rather talk on the phone than take a, or take a walk or go for a drink. So I think to me, because of two things, 
that's what I know. That's my life experience. And also I think being divorced and for my job, I work with kids all day. I have kids at home. I, I, I crave adult interaction because I don't always get that during my day unless I... Right. So Adrian's saying you could get it through the internet. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Because even like... <laughs> what about you, Beeman? What about you? How's what like about- you making new friends in your 40s like... I mean, it's weird. You know, I, I would say like in my 30s, like in my 30s, my all my friendships were at work. And when you're doing like kind of like crazy, like weird, like TV shows and kind of, like it's super fun. And like you don't even you're like I was always just like you, it's just so easy to be yourself because it's just so nutty and everybody's kind of weird and like, you, you know. But now I've moved to this town and, you know, I'm meeting these parents and I do feel like a little bit like I would be an oddball if I would be if just, just like me. Let out your freak. Yeah. What's it called? Let fly, yeah. fly your freak. What's it called? Demon? Let your freak flag fly. Let your freak fly, demon. Yeah. You got to let I, your freak I fly. I think that you would be surprised because um, I'm actually sitting in my very good friend Allison's house right now and... um. We met, I'll tell you why in a minute, but we met years ago through the girls and she was, you know, I used to call her like crazy camp mom. We went on like all these camp tours together. She was very intense about safety. I had one perspective of her. She had one perspective of me. Like I was dress up girl. I cared only about clothes. And um, once we kind of let um, our freak flag fly, honestly, both of us, we really formed like this amazing, amazing bond. Um and she didn't, until she knew the real me or I knew the real her, we could have never done that. So I think, you know, it definitely, it's hard because you want your kids to have friends and you want people to accept you, but you also need that in your life. So if you feel like it's it's the right thing to do, you know, you might want to try it. I know. Well, when I first moved to town, I was just like, I was not myself either. And I wasn't really like, I, you know, when you're not feeling yeah. yourself, it's a little bit hard to like throw anything out there. You just kind of feel kind of, anyway, I, I do feel like I've snapped out of it and I'm, and now yeah, I'm back at work and I'm having a blast. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, but also sometimes like, I don't know, I don't need any more friends. Sometimes I feel like that. I'm like, meh. But I think locally. I know that sounds no, like, right. I agree. Stu's been away for like yeah, two no, years. I think, I've been I think like, Demon, like Dean has yeah, been saying. No, like, I think I need people. You need, I need adults. adults. You need people. You need people you could rely on for your kids, for yourself, you know, and you need to come over, you know, drive 20 minutes to me more often too, but I'm here. Do. No, you do. I think it's important. For me, do I really need more friends right now? Probably not. Um, I'm good. Really good. Someone's got to be really special to be my friend right now. <laughs> <laughs> rigid bitch. Oh, you guys. Oh, like the rigid bitch. No. It's like, I got to be friends, right? But I think that it comes down to like, are your needs mm-hmm. being met? Right. Right. And I think that's interesting, Adrian, that you were saying that you didn't have needs being met, that you're getting met through this. So I don't think we should, we should like, turn our noses up to it. I think we could open our minds to it. It might necessarily be for me or for you or, but I'm glad that you are having that, Adrian. It's amazing. Thank you. Don't judge. Don't judge. Don't judge me. Um, But I will say, I just feel like now that I'm back at work, my needs are being met. I'm like chatting up a storm and having a great time. You know, I don't, I don't need any more friends anymore. I'm good. (laughs) But sitting in my house in Montclair, I don't know. Well, I think also this, um, you guys, my college friends have always given me the security to kind of be picky, 
to not let my freak flag fly, to do all the things because I always had you guys, always, you know, and um, I always had good friends that were sometimes living right near me when we all lived in the city together um, or a phone call away. So I'm very lucky for that too. Yeah. And I'll just say something on a darker note since <laughs> since I'm feeling dark. Um, Jess, you talked about making friends at work. Yeah. So I also had, you know, for years been really close with people I worked with, you know, and I was, you know, but I lived in New York. Most of my work people were in California. So we were, I mean, similar one, I'm kind of used to making friends without seeing Mm -hmm. people, right? So I'm now on the internet back then through work, but I'm used to kind of having that needs met. But one thing occurred to me, someone said to me once, gave me this and it just like haunts me. Um, And they said, like, if you were to die, your work people, like your work besties, would be devastated. And then two weeks later, life would move on for them. And I thought, and I'm like, oh, right. But who would be devastated? And like, it's so, and then, and my God, then I think about my internet friends, I would die. They might not even know I'm dead. It's just like, I just stopped they posting. Wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't even know. Uh, um, so then I think, you know, so it's like, there's the frequency of, of who you're talking to. And then there's like, Oh, the, the the intensity of relationships as you go back in life, and um, and as look, we're all mothers, right? So we're we're all working mothers. So there's so much like f- just physical demands on us through the years. So it's just to also say, and you need to be developing all these relationships for yourself. Like you just can't always do it, and um, it's uh, but it's important. So I just kind of love to say, okay, well you know, to be able to fall back. It's like, I'm here for you at any point. I know you are. It's like to have, but it doesn't mean you have the same frequency of communication. There's like something kind of sad and dark about that, but it's also, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's important for our children to like see deep connections and, you know, I don't know. I think friendships, you know, you're, you have, you have, I don't know, this is so corny, but you have whatever family you have and you don't have that choice, but like the friendships you choose and those are your people that you choose to like let into your life. And so in some ways it's more special. And I, and I think that Lauren, your point about the friends is they mirror you and, you know, our kids could, like you were talking about Will and Ashton and how they haven't seen each other, but like, I bet you if they saw each other, it would be like this kind of long forgotten bond. Like I know, like when our kids see each other, they could go six months a year once they get back. And, and with, with social media, they they are more in connection now that they're older. But I it I think you are teaching them because when our kids get together, it's like they're family. It's like they might not have seen each other six months, talked, and they go. So I think that yeah, we're doing yeah, I like think Ashton we're doing and Jack. Ashton hadn't seen Jack is Colleen's our friend Colleen from college's son, and they hadn't seen each other in how long forever. forever. And at Taylor's bat mitzvah, they just were like the best of friends, and now mm. they're like probably snapping or whatever <laughs> they do. <laughs> I loved it. I loved seeing it. Those boys together. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna we're, we're, we're coming, coming up, up on, on time. time. So <laughs> we got we have lives we have to live lives. today. I'll, what's I'll everyone? What's everyone got to look forward to before we before we okay. meet again? Oh, should I go last? Guys, no, you go. I'll watch something to say. I'm sitting in my friend Allison's house. All right, she's Hi, not Allison. here. She's at work um, because I can't go to my house right now because it is on the market. I put my house on the market. Um. Ooh. 
Dina. Yeah. yeah. New chapters, new, new lives. Chapters. So it is actually being shown right now. And I'm going to look at houses when we get off. So a lot and maybe to be discussed in the next episode, but that's what I'm doing today. Wow. Whoa. Jessica's going to sleep. <laughs> gonna I'm going to sleep. sleep. For a very limited amount of time. Her head is it almost again. in like it's Hold in it up. Future. Hold it up. <laughs> have a good yeah. sleep today, Jess. Lauren, what are you yeah. looking forward to? Oh, I just have to go back to work. I'm going to, I have a few phone calls to take when we wrap up here. And then I have a kid to see this afternoon. And then I have my children and Ashton and his travel soccer, travel hockey. Addie has some dance stuff. Getting back to the reality, reality of motherhood. <laughs> so. Age? New age? Same, same. Just for today, it's a Friday and I need to end the week with my to-do list checked off. So I have a million small things, work and and otherwise to take care of today. It's been fun. Hey everyone, this is Adrian. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss future ones. We'll be continuing to record conversations and putting out episodes throughout the rest of this year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.